Real music, real interviews, real information. That's why we call it Real Gospel with the X-Men. I'm so looking forward to speaking with this gospel legend, Keith Wonderboy Johnson. Here's his song, It Was You. This is Real Gospel. Hey, I'm Keith Wonderboy Johnson. Somebody out there listening to me might be feeling like me. When you look back over your life, the highs and the lows, Lord, I realize it was you that brought me through. Can I talk to y'all? Listen here. Yeah. When I look back over my life, uh, 
Real Gospel is the place where God gets the glory and artists tell their stories. I'm honored to have as a returning artist on the program, Keith Wonderboy Johnson. Welcome back to Real Gospel, sir. Hello, sir. How are you today? I can't complain. Yeah, I can't complain. It's been a while, so I know I won't get into, uh, do you remember the last time? But it's, it's been a couple of years. But, uh, you know, the world has changed since then. Your music has changed. And so uh, just in case there and there is someone who just found Christ yesterday, because I know who you are and what you are to gospel music and and the the music industry itself and ministry itself. But for people who are not familiar because they're new to Christ, they're babes. Uh, Tell them a little bit about yourself and where you're from and how you first fell in love with Jesus. Yes, my name is Keith Wonderboy Johnson from Brooklyn, New York. I am what you call considered a quartet baby. I've been singing for 45 years. <laughs> started singing when I was four years old. Came to the group. Uh, my dad started me singing, and I got it. My uh, my godfathers were Joe Lagon and Johnny Martin of the Mighty Class of Joy. My debut CD with Mr. Curry Douglas was in 1998 had a pretty popular song called Hide Behind the Mountain and the Lord's just been blessing ever since. Amen. You know, you even talk like a like a, a seasoned saint, almost from the South though, but you said you're from Brooklyn. And you know, I'm from Brooklyn. You know, I'm from Bed Stuy, man. And so, you know, do or die Bed Stuy, you know, so yeah, that's where well, I grew up. I went from. To school in Do or Die. Okay. I hung I hung out in Brownville and I slept in Flatwood. <laughs> See, I went to PS54, St. Peter Claver, New Best Style, and Bishop Lachlan before we moved. You well, know, you are arch yes. rival. <laughs> what so, we yes. call CYO, I played in St. Peter Claver, the basketball tournament, okay. right off of, Frank, off of Fulton, yep. by Franklin, St. Peter Claver, and I played three years for Nazareth Regional High School. See, see, I played in the PAL League and, you know, New York is such a oh, melting pot. Yeah. So many different things, man. So let me see, let me see. What year, mommy, what year did you Oh, play? wow. We talking about 85? Oh, <laughs> see, you I'm did there. when Mark Jackson was there. You was before my time. Yes, Mark Jackson, yeah. Was you yeah. with Mark Jackson? Again? He was before me. He was about maybe three okay. or four years before me. Mm-hmm. Okay, see, I know. We were arch, arch, arch right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, we have so much in common, and so. Yeah. But but tell the listeners the why. Where where uh, Wonder Boy come from? I started singing when I was four years four years old. And by the time I my dad put me in the group at the age five, and that time it was popular for a little boy to sing with a quartet group. So you had examples like Jaheen, the R and B group. He was an R and B star. He was known as Little Jaheen. Okay. Casey and JoJo. Casey was known as Little Cedric. Okay. So. But I met my uh, Joe Lagun and Johnny Martin, who's the, the lead singer and manager of the Mighty Clouds of Joy. They took a liking to me, adopted me as their godson. They told my dad that we had to be, I had to be different. So they gave me the nickname, The Little Wonder Boy. Hey, I like that. That, that yeah, is so, awesome. So then I start. I, I went to school. I stopped singing for a little while. So when I came back and my father passed the guitar, he passed the mantle to me, I just put Keith Johnson. And my dad was like, no, no, no. I put too much sweat, tears, and tears into that name. You got to find it, figure it out. So I was sitting around one day. I said, okay, I'll go as Keith Wonderboy Johnson so they know my name. And then I dropped the Wonderboy. Well, that was 26 years ago. 
<laughs> so I guess if Little Richard could still be in his 80s and, and when he passed away and almost 90 and he mm-hmm. still was Little Richard, li- <laughs> I could guess I could be Keith Wonderboy Johnson for a little while longer. You have to, man. You have to because Keith Keith Johnson, that, that, that sounds more like a football player or a basketball player, you know, somebody. <laughs> it was yeah, a football player. See? I didn't know him. But he was uh, for Alabama. See? Yeah. And so because it's Keith Wonderboy Johnson, people know exactly who you are. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got a new song out called It Was You. And I am. uh, We want to hear the the, the story behind this this song and what inspired it and all that good stuff. Yes. I started realizing and I was reflecting on life. And the Lord gave me these these melodies and his word. It was a great song where staff people came together and started just thinking back over my life. You know, a lot of times people try to take, like to take God's credit, but I believe it was all my heart. A lot, a lot of the great things that happened to me, it was the Lord that blessed me with it. It was the Lord that brought me through. So I just had to do a, a dedication song and say, thank you, because it was you. Wow. Wow. Any, any personal testimony you'd like to share with the listeners in terms of some of the things that you know, without a doubt, unequivocally, it was God. Oh, yeah, because a lot of things sometimes, how they say if I was a cartoon character, one day I feel like a leprechaun. Then mm. the next day I feel like I'm walking with that cloud over you. So anything can always happen. So I, I went through some, some trials and tribulations. I just happened to be, I just got home the morning of 9-11 so i knew what it was to be an adult and had to go through 9-11 uh i know what it was to be there when new york had uh the blackout yeah that's one of the one of the craziest feelings in the world for something like that to happen and you have money in your pocket but it it does you no good Mm, yeah i can relate to those blackouts as well yeah yeah so then i had to Go through, go through some physical uh, problems and, and emotional problems. I actually uh, was dealing with insomnia for like three years and uh, just work overload. And the Lord, I definitely walk in testimony. The Lord, I was in a severe stage of depression and the Lord brought me out of it. And I know it wasn't nobody but him because that's the person I, I didn't really, it didn't matter what other what man thought so i would just had to get that personal relationship with the lord yeah yeah you know can you speak to that depression for you know if if, if you don't mind if you're able because especially within the body of christ you know i i spoke with um oh gosh his name escapes me at the moment pastor e dewey smith uh not too long ago yes and so he was talking about how he dealt with uh bouts of depression over the past couple of years uh, just yes. b- b- between things in the ministry and his personal life mm-hmm. and just, just things, you know. And so um, one of the things he, he shared was, you know, I gave him the platform to be able to express himself as a pastor and what he deals with. So uh, you being um, an artist and a writer and a collaborator and, and you've got so many hats and so many titles and you still have to, you know, deal with your personal life. How how do you deal with uh, depression? How, how, how do you recognize the signs and knowing that you needed help, especially with a person like you who stays busy all the time? Right. So, which which was, which which is ironic. Uh, myself, Pastor Dewey, we are actually friends, mm-hmm. and we know each other. And so, I think we saw the signs in each other. So, you know, all this 
you can some people don't realize they pray that prayer that they want to be successful or they want to be famous or something a lot of times this comes after you achieve mm. the the uh that you know that impossible mountain bonds came after i achieved i won stellar awards i i won different awards. i was touring i was in a tyler, tyler perry production you know and, and everything so i my depression came after success and i i know a lot of uh pastor doing that was a lot of pressure that he was under a lot and so was i and you know then you then you get to the point where you know you have where i would say you can't blame everything on the devil mm -hmm. but sometimes he can get in people and then you you let a p other people opinion you know uh determine your your outlook and that it shouldn't be like that so i started i had i had to start creating my own theories through my prayer life and talking with the lord so i would say i started to encourage myself like you know um I'm not worried about the 10 naysayers, the spectators, the haters. I started letting them be my motivators. So I started being like, you know, don't worry about the 10 people telling you that you, you're not any good or, or anything like that. How about, don't forget about the, the 500 people over there that you've blessed, that you just haven't personally met them yet. Mm. And the Lord will always give you what you need when you need it he never let let you down amen amen do you think that you know um the olympian um gosh is, is it gabby is it gabby gabby douglas is she the one if um, i got we'll have the wrong one which you, i think gabby douglas did gymnastics are you talking about the young lady that was running track no, not her. Gabby Douglas, oh. that's the correct one. She, you know, she took okay. a step back because of her mental health and she caught backlash at first from not not from our community, but from the, from other people. But she talked about her mental health and how much she needed to sort of uh, get, get her mind right and things of that nature. You think the spotlight that she put on it uh, as an athlete sort of helps all of us who have sort of been marginalized when it came to depression? Yes, especially those that have a lot of pressures you know you have some people have a lot of pressure on them but they don't have the spotlights but they still heavily dependent on you know they might be the that that answer person for the whole family you know the whole family leans and depends on them and then sometimes it you become human then you're like well i'm always helping everybody else who's gonna help me and then next thing you know when you start dwelling on that you know you gotta you got to be able to, get, you know, get in the right, get in tune with the Lord and he'll give you strength. So sometimes you might not feel like getting up, but you got to get up for others. So after a while, once, once the Lord delivered me, man, I, he just kept giving me songs and just just all of it. I came up, I came back telling the people to keep pushing. Don't give up on your dreams. Keep pushing. Then he gave me another one. Believing God and believing yourself. And now this one here. It make me realize, you know, it wasn't my connections, it wasn't my good networking, it wasn't my 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 education, it wasn't money, it wasn't talent, but it was you, Lord. Amen, amen. I can't disagree with that. So um, this this forthcoming project, what can we expect from the great Keith Wonder Boy Johnson? I believe it's well uh, well rounded and. 
it's well-rounded and we, we experience with a lot of different sounds but i gotta stick with tradition i know what the lord called me to be they try and you know sometimes they, they get a little stereotype but i am a quartet baby but i'm blessed that the way i present it i've had a lot of people tell me well I'm, i might not be a fan of quartet music but the way you present it i can get with it but i just like to educate them some of the greatest vocalists songsters singers singers in the world <laughs> were quartet people mm -hmm. people that such as joe lagon sam cook mm. johnny taylor mavis staples shirley caesar all these names started out in quartet ira tucker i grew up on ira tucker and didn't even know it ira tucker was the doing the voice or voiceovers on electric company wow so, <laughs> so the history in quartet is so rich so i'm just trying to be one of many that's just continuing on the legacy is it hard do you how did the industry you know i guess because you're able to bridge that gap but because you you know you are part of some of the uh the gospel greats and you've been around the goddess like the mighty clouds of joy and things of that nature you you've been able to help bridge that gap and bring it into uh you know this century so do you how do you feel about it moving forward is is, is there someone coming along to continue to help take uh quartet music to the next level yes i've saw my I've seen myself at different concerts in many, many cities. Cause when you see that little boy or that little girl jumping around the front, enjoying the group, and you be like, are they really enjoying the group? Whatever. That was me. At, at, at four, three and four years old, I knew who Shirley Seas was. I knew who the Bob Boys were. I knew who the Monica Clouds of Joy was. I knew who Willie Neal Johnson was. I knew who the Canton Spiritual was. My first song that I ever sing, I love all types of music, <laughs> but the first song I ever sung was Jesus, You've Been Good to Me wow. by the Gospel Kingdom. Mm. See, ooh, ah, see, just thinking about that song. Ah, that is that is one of the greats. Oh, my I mean, it's a feel-good song. No matter where you at, they hit that song. Yeah. And the next thing you know, the whole crowd is up. Yeah, yeah. See, now it's in my head. I can't get it out. <laughs> thinking about it so is it is it hard to learn like for instance you know i grew up in the church but i left the church as an adult and then came back but is it difficult if you're a musician or a aspiring artist to to get on board with quartet music or or is it something that you have to be you know sort of ingrained in or raised in what are your thoughts on that no it's easy it's so much it's so much fruit out there that the seed was 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 formed and buried in quartet. You got young men all over. Like for example, when you hear Jodeci, that's quartet. Mm. When you hear the Hamiltons right now, that's quartet. Mm -hmm. You when you hear uh you know different different people, they started out in quartet. I even remember when I was younger, Faith Evans, uh, Coco from SW, all of them mm -hmm. they, they dwell with quartet. They know about quartet. So just like the era of gospel, when you talk about gospel in the eighties. You had Jerry, you had uh, James Cleveland, Shirley Caesar, Clarkson, that movie, the movie Gospel. Yes. You had James Cleveland, the Hawkins, the whole Hawkins family, the Clark sisters, Shirley Caesar, but who had, who opened the show up? 
the mighty clouds of joy. Mm-hmm. And I saw that movie in the movie theater. <laughs> and when the clouds of joy hit that stage, people were in the aisle in the movie theater like they were at church. Wow. And, you know, most of those most of those artists that you named, just all those people started out in the choir. Yeah, <laughs> just about all of them started out in the choir. You That's know. why I just feel the choirs and the quartet music. I mean, we have to move forward, but you cannot move forward without your root. Amen. Amen. Listen, we could talk all day. I really appreciate your insight and your divine. Uh, knowledge in terms of when it comes to you know the gospel industry and music and things of that nature uh but where where can the listeners uh get more information about you and your music and your project on instagram is at keith wonderboy johnson facebook is at keith wonderboy johnson my uh fan page is at keith wonderboy johnson on facebook even if on uh, twitter is at keith wonderboy j and I'm old school, so even if you have a problem, you can even email me at KeithWonderboyJohnson at gmail.com. There it is. Do they have the, uh, are you verified on it? Because you know you have one of those names that everybody, you know, you're, you're pretty famous. So I'm pretty sure that oh, you, yeah. you've been verified. verified. Okay, so There's he's. only one Keith Wonderboy Johnson. There's only one, and he was on Real Gospel. Thank you so much for joining us, Keith. I really appreciate it. Thank you. You're listening to Real Gospel with the X-Men. And the real flashback song of the hour is on the way. Do you have an idea for a book, fiction, nonfiction, or a children's book? We can help you put it together and bring it to market at Dorrance Publishing. We have thousands of testimonials from people just like you that we've helped get their books sold in stores and online. We've even got a service called The Writer's Coach. It's perfect for people that have a book idea in their head and they just need someone to help them put it on paper. Dorrance Book Publishing has been helping people just like you who have a book idea, written or not, for over 100 years. Imagine being counted among the most famous authors in the world with your very own book. Call right now and let us help you turn a book idea into reality. It's easier than you think. You just need a little help. Call us now. 800-413-4861. 800-413-4861. 800-413-4861. That's 800-413-4861.